There are only eight people in London, and fortunately, I am one of them. Of course, when I make that statement, I don't mean to be taken literally. Heaven forbid. And what would be worse still, I shouldn't want you to think that I'm a snob of any kind. To discriminate between people on the basis of birth is inimical to me, always has been. I simply couldn't engage in that sort of conceit. I can declare with some authority that there simply isn't a snobbish bone in my entire body. If there was, I would feel quite confident that the good egalitarian tissue encasing it would tense up like the lining of a chomping mouth and spit the slimy thing out without more ado. There you have it in a nutshell. I should sooner be filleted than have it thought by you that I wish to elevate myself in some spurious, unmerited fashion. But all of this being noted, the fact does remain that there are only eight people in London. Eight people who count, that is. Eight people who matter. I still find it strange to say this. It is so very strange to imagine, for example, that someone like Dooley, funny that his name should occur quite so readily, counts for anything at all. Even to some long-lost great-niece or old army mate, what could the likes of Dooley possibly represent, save for an embarrassment? Even his family, I know that he had one, at one time, must have felt that being closely related to Dooley was like being trapped next to someone on a long plane flight, and having them force a glancing acquaintance into intimacy. Furthermore, Dooley smells. Of that much, I am certain. Not that I know exactly where he lives, but I have narrowed it down to a particular grid of Victorian artisans' cottages in Lower Clapton. I can picture him in one of these ticky-tacky rabbit warrens readily enough. But I don't so much see him as scent him, reclining on a broken-down daybed, with layer after layer of urine-damp underwear compressed between his jaundiced arse and the worn nap of an old army blanket. I can guess as well that all around him, resting on tables and chairs, the tops of heaters, the mantelpiece and the floor, there will be pots of prescription drugs, sedatives, hypnotics, tranquilizers. For Dooley is a neurotic of the old school. He wouldn't be able to survive without such gross nostrums. Of course, the reason why I don't know exactly where Dooley lives is because I don't want to. I don't want to know the precise location of any of them. Some might say that this is because I want to hold fast to my cherished illusion. But what does this illusion amount to, really? That at such and such a time, I might choose to see myself as a little more than an equal? A third amongst eight, rather than simply as one of eight? Well, why not? I've never ever attempted to elevate myself above Lady Bob or the Recorder. But by the same token, I'll never concede an iota of distinction to Lechmere, Colin Purvies, or the Bollum sisters. They could all rot in hell before I would give any one of them the satisfaction of believing that I think them quality. And, of course, it's the same for them. I know, it's crazy. Crazy that the Bollum sisters, these virtually psychotic twins from St. Nevis, who sit all day, every day, in a Streatham bedsit knitting dolls of the Redeemer, and who share a bizarre kind of joint mind, speaking in unison, prescience, and so forth, should, despite everything, feel capable of being slighted socially. As if anyone would ever invite those two to any social function whatsoever.
A turkey plucker's whisk drive is as elevated and rarefied, in respect of the Bollum sisters, as one of Lady Bob's soirees would be for Dooley. Yet, that being noted, it is an index of just how repugnant everything Dooley does is that even these two weirdo humanoid knitting machines are still concerned to distance themselves from him. So it goes on. We all tiptoe around one another, dancing our little dance, the two-step of arrogance and conceit. One of us will orchestrate a calculated snub, and then the rest of us will respond. There will be a rapprochement, an olive branch offered by one or perhaps two of us. A new clique will be constructed on the basis of mutually assured destruction.